They say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but uh, I taught Stu. You know, look at him. You, you really want to take responsibility for that? I take everything I I just said back. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it. You can't teach old dogs new tricks. That's it. Dog food is dead food. Everybody knows the color of living things isn't brown. It is green. Rough greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on the dog's food. Created by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, and it is full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in rough greens. Most dogs love it, love it, and go crazy for it. They want to make sure that your dog is in that same kind of uh, attitude towards rough greens. They're going to give you the first trial bag for free. You just pay for shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Call them now at 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com. All right. The program begins in just a second. Gosh, the new speaker is here. The new speaker of the house is here. I I can't wait to open it. What's it going to be inside? (laughs) We're going to give the details coming up in just a second. First, when you live with pain, sometimes getting through the day just means, you know, just getting through the day. Uh, Getting through the day is tougher and tougher every day if you are living in pain. Well, let me tell you, relief factor. When I was dealing with awful daily pain, my wife talked me into using Relief Factor because I never thought that it would that it would work. I'm glad she did because I've been pain free. I I can use my hands again. I can paint. I can learn how to play the piano, which I should stop saying because I'm not sure I'll ever be able to learn to play the piano. But I'm going to make you think I'm really good at it. Anyway, three-week uh, quick start is only 19.95 trial pack, not a drug developed by doctors. More than a million people have bought Relief Factor's quick start, and 70% of them go on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF, 800-4-RELIEF, relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. Oh, my gosh, the new speaker is here, Stu. Are you excited? Mike Johnson! He's the one we've been looking for. He's the one. Now, let me tell you a little bit about what I know about Mike Johnson. Okay, now that we have that covered, (laughs) let me tell you how I view this. 
Um, <laughs> the media loves Mike uh, or hates Mike Johnson today. Hates him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hates him. Passionately hate him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember when McCarthy was Hitler? Oh, yeah. He was the most right wing speaker yeah. in history. Yeah, this is this is. Hitler's Hitler. No. This is this is the one Hitler looked up to going, wow, that guy's bad. Yeah, I noticed this in the yeah. coverage. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, Kevin McCarthy's this like moderate guy yeah. that I, we could all understand and get along with. But right. this guy? But this guy. He's crazy. Ooh, he's nuts. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm just going to give you, I, I, just, I want you to do, I want you to view this in a different way. I remember being on the air. When the, I don't remember, white or black smoke came out of of the Vatican Mm. and were like, got a new pope. And the media was like, oh, we're going to hate all these popes, all these popes. They're bad popes. This pope is going to be a really bad pope. They're so bigoted. And, And then Francis, they pulled out the name and they were, I mean, immediately within 10 minutes, Everyone on CNN, MSNBC, everybody was like, oh, he's a good pope. He's one of the best popes ever. He's going to be, wow, we love this guy. And I remember looking at Stu saying, "Uh uh-oh, uh-oh, there's something really (laughs) wrong with this guy, okay? So what what did we do? We didn't know. We had a pretty good indication because the media loved him. Seeing that the media does not love... Johnson, I think that's a pretty good sign. But just like this Pope, I didn't want to say, uh uh-oh, more than be cautious. So I'm going to say the same thing here. Be cautious. But maybe we have a good Pope. I mean, a good uh, speaker. Unlike, I said, be cautious. This guy could be a nightmare. Be cautious. This guy might be good. Yeah, I mean, like, look, there's... It could be good. I mean, he his voting record isn't all that much better than McCarthy's. Pretty much the same. But right? McCarthy was still not so no, bad. He wasn't a catastrophe. I mean, it seems like they they're going to be right in the same realm. I mean, the the question was, is the risk worth it for this type of outcome? As we said at the beginning, like you know, most likely what's going to happen is someone who's similar, like McHenry, uh, McHenry or McCarthy or Scalise, is going to be the guy who gets through, and that's probably what's happened here. I mean, it seems. Well, yeah, he he's he is conservative. Like mm-hmm. he's very good on issues like pro life. But I mean, you know, he didn't have mm-hmm. that problem with McCarthy really either. And, and of course, this is not they're not going to ban abortion while they only have the house. Right? <laughs> right. Like that's not going to happen. So here's the thing: uh, we're going to know qu- quite quickly because we have the spending bill coming up. And what a surprise! It happens right before the holidays. Happens right before Thanksgiving. Huh. Nothing bad ever happens in Congress when we all go away for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Right. Like we have our holiday parties and they have their holiday parties (laughs) and their holiday parties are much better than ours. They spend trillions of dollars. So the we'll see with this first holiday party if we he's already indicated, Glenn, by the way, that he's going to support a spending deal to go forward. Uh, so this is not like a guy who's going to reverse the things that, you know, Matt Gates said, for example, that he was opposed and he was upset about. This is a guy who's outwardly said he wants to sign a short-term spending deal to get us through these times so the government doesn't shut down. So, I mean, again, you're going to get, I think, similar... But I mean, that's how not the long worst thing in the, the world. Short, how long is the short-term thing? They like, say, if, if have, you give it to February, 
um, I'm not thrilled with this by any stretch mm-hmm. because something will come up and they'll be like, you know what? We need to, We need a little more time. Short spending uh, bills is is not the answer. However, a a CR is really bad. And if he gives us another continuing resolution where they don't they don't they don't even try to put spending back where it belongs, uh, there's trouble. Yeah, I mean, look, this is they're going to spend some sort. Uh, they're going to get some sort of spending package through. So it might be short term, might be more of a continuing resolution. Um, they're going to do it. The question is whether there's going to be any concessions. And you may get a few concessions to conservatives. Of course, w- with those concessions always come concessions to the left. So you, you might say, well, we're going to not spend this many dollars on this thing that conservatives don't like. Maybe you cut some of the Ukraine funding out or whatever the, the issue of the day is. Of course, at the same time, to get this stuff through, what usually happens is... There's little gifts to the moderate side of the Republicans. Mm -hmm. And in this case, because you have to work with the Senate and the president on it, you wind up giving concessions to people on the left, too. So, like, you know, there's only so much a speaker can do, which was part of the reason why the last few weeks didn't make all that much sense. Right. They can't do much in this time. Hopefully, at the very least, and it seems like he will be, he'll be good on these investigations. He'll be he's not going to be Jim Jordan on them, but he at least can be someone who's aggressive and uh, hopefully allows the truth to come out. And that's the main thing that the house can do right now. So let's uh, go to Maine and change the subject here for a second. Um, There is a shooter, a mass shooter that is still at large. Um, Police are telling the people of Lisbon, Maine, uh, stay inside, lock your doors, call with information. I would add, Make sure you're armed. Uh, protect yourself. Remember, you are the the first uh, responder. Now, this guy is a military firearm instructor. He had 20 years of experience. Um, he's armed and dangerous. There, he has a mental disorder. He should not have had a gun. My legally, he was nowhere near the line. On this nowhere one. near yeah. the line. My guess is this is not an illegal gun. This is, once again, we don't need new laws. We need to enforce the laws we have. This guy should have not been anywhere near a gun. How did he get the gun? Enforce the laws we have. But we'll see. Uh, We pray that uh, the police find him um, and either arrest him uh, or or kill him before mm. he does any more killing. He was apparently um, had, like, he was actually committed for some time recently, uh, was complaining about potentially wanting to go shoot up, uh, you know, uh, some military base. And this is a, a guy who is not even remotely close to the line of someone who could have legally held a gun. So, uh, you know, it's... Horrible, horrible situation, though. And it's amazing that these things continue to happen. It's not as surprising when you have someone who's this out of, you know, having this sort of level of mental troubles, right? Like, I mean, it's how do you stop someone uh, who's able to get a gun when um, when they have these problems from doing something terrible like this? You have to commit them, right? Like when you... And it's so scary. Hmm? It is so scary. I mean, you know, it was the Reagan era. I remember... When uh, mental institutions were were public, state, and everybody went to one, uh, and 
<laughs> well, not everybody, Glenn. I mean, maybe everybody in your friend circle, but not everybody. Yeah, I grew up in one. <laughs> no, um, you know, but I, what yeah, I mean no, it is was. if it was you a... had mental problems, you went to an institution mm-hmm. uh, and the abuse and the horror show. It's a big Geraldo thing, how Geraldo made his yeah, career, right? Just uh, uncovering a, some of that abuse. A horror show. And to to be standing here and going, OK, how do we deal? Because a lot of the problems in America are because of mental health. There is really bad mental health care right now it's true it's true and and the reaction to having all of that abuse go on in these facilities was basically we got to stop we got to shut all these things down and this is crazy and of course the state did a terrible job with it as as you'd expect um but this isn't the right answer either this whole like let's just have people out in the streets doing drugs you know in the middle of downtown san francisco and see what happens we'll just roll the dice until they murder someone in the streets not the right answer either there's got to be a little bit of a of a a mid-range jumper there which doesn't seem to exist and it it is also uh you just can't if somebody is threatening to shoot up a bunch of people and kill them you can't let them out of the institution. No. But what is the difference between that and gas the Jews, gas the Jews? Did you see the uh, video? You mean as far as like how insane it is? How like, insane and, and people are saying that. What do you, I mean. Yeah, uh, um, a good point. <laughs> what, me, what is the difference? Let me show you three cuts here. This is uh, Jewish students Locked in inside uh, a library at the Cooper Union College. Now, they apparently, the college, locked these students up in the library to keep them safe during a pro-Palestinian rally. Watch. Look at that. They're trying to back, bash the doors open. Okay. Go ahead. Here's another one from another angle. Pounding on the glass to get in. And one more. Now, go back to the first one because you can see the Jews in the... It's just a small number of people. Look at this. It's four. Stop. Can you imagine... What it feels like to be four people locked in a room where people are pounding on the glass, a bunch of people pounding on the glass, trying to break the door down to get in. Yeah, that's not a microaggression. No, that's a that's a, a massive, massive uh, psychotic snap in our society. Yeah. Uh, and nobody wants to talk about it. And it must be addressed. It must be addressed. All right, back in just a minute. Let me tell you about uh, in Landa Lakes, Florida, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is building a new community called the Let Us Do Good Village. It'll eventually have about 100 homes for the program participants. There are already two families who've moved in, a Gold Star family and a family of a severely injured hero who served our nation. More to come. This whole place... Uh, started because somebody left a giant swath of land uh, to Tunnel to Towers. They donated it to Tunnel to Towers, and they said, we think you should build a community, and so they are. It's a special place where where families come together to heal. 
It's a place where their children can grow up and experience life together. And that's all thanks to an amazing donation of land which on which it sits. Thanks to your generosity, the homes are being built. The Let Us Do Good Village can be the first of many communities like it. This is your opportunity to help America's greatest heroes and their families heal together and grow together. With every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of our heroes in our country. The T2T organization, Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org, is where you go to find out more on how you can help. Would you donate $11 a month? It's such a great organization. T2T.org, 10 seconds, station ID. You know, I don't even understand this administration. Yesterday, the president came out again and talked about Islamophobia. Did you see what happened to those kids, the Jewish students in the library? Don't talk to me about Islamophobia. There is something seriously wrong with this administration. Listen to this. The Biden administration is concerned that Israel lacks an achievable military objective in Gaza. Could you tell me the achievable military uh, objective in Ukraine? Which one has a better chance? I'm going to clean out all of Hamas in the Gaza Strip, or we're going to topple Russia. What the hell is wrong with you? They are standing in the way of of Israel and I believe I know why, because most of the people in this administration are anti-Israel. They are pro-Palestinian. They are anti-Israel. They're anti-Jew, many of them. Uh, and they just don't see the world the same way. By the way, kind of seems like the Washington Post just validated Russia's excuse for invading Ukraine the CIA let something leak out. Why? Here's what they lit leaked out yesterday. Ukraine's intelligence agencies like the SBU and military intelligence, GUR, have conducted covert operations against Russia, including assassinations and bombings in Russia. And the shadow war started in 2014 when Russia annexed Crimea. The SBU and GUR have partnered closely with the CIA. The CIA has provided training, surveillance systems, intelligence sharing, and helped rebuild the GUR. Ukraine has carried out lethal operations against the Russian-backed separatists in eastern Ukraine, Russian officials in occupied territories. The SBU bombed the uh, bridge to Crimea twice. They used drones to strike targets inside Russia, like the Kremlin, and assassinated Russian officials and supporters of the war. Uh, the car bombing that killed Russian nationalist Daria uh, Dugina uh, was planned by the SBU. Her father, Alexander Dugin, was the likely target. This raised concerns about harming civilians. The CIA was aware of some of the plans, but didn't directly participate in any of the legal operations. And the partnership with our CIA continues. What the hell are we doing? What are we doing? 
it kind of makes the uh, Nord Stream uh, pipeline. Maybe we should look into that a little more, shall we? Or do we not want to know what our government is doing? You know, the only way, the only way to heal is to say, I'm powerless over this problem. Everything that I have done, every phone call I have made, every march I've been on, uh, every school board meeting I've gone to, every vote I've ever cast, it doesn't seem to make this problem go away. I personally am powerless over this problem. And there's the only thing that can stop it. And I mean this sincerely. The only thing that will change this is us humbling ourselves and recognizing we're out of control as a people because we have abandoned God. We have, that is the only thing, a higher power, if you want to go into the AA world, only a higher power can solve these problems. And we first have to admit that we have to surrender to the eternal truths Stop all this bull crap and then recognize the things that we have done as a nation because there's, well, there's no excuse now. I would say 20 years ago, I had a different view of our nation. I really thought we were the good guys. I don't think, I think the American people are still the good guys. I think the United States is on the road to being the very, 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 very bad guys. And we have to admit that. We have to stop this this craziness. But the only thing that will heal us will be God and our own humility. And we will be humbled, whether we like it or not. We A great humbling is coming because we won't humble ourselves. You know, this is like having teenagers. You look at him all the time, and this is what God's doing with us right now, going, don't do that. Why are you doing that? Don't do that. I've told you a million times. You know how that's going to work out. You've done it over and over and over again. This is really going to hurt. And we keep doing it, and we keep doing it, and doing it, and doing it, and the hurt is going to get, it's going to become crippling soon. By the way, if you're with me and you would like to turn back to God, go to glenbeck.com and see our 40 day uh, ritual 40 days and 40 nights to bring us the back Glenn to the Beck covenant. Program. Glenbeck.com it's free. My dog Una, uh, Uno is accustomed to the finer things in life. For dinner he likes a nice lobster bisque. He laps it up, a little sourdough <laughs> bread you know, uh, followed by a Chilean sea bass served with white wine. Uh, it's very, very nice. Actually, Uno eats the same things that most dogs eat, which in and of itself is saying a lot since he used to be the worst eating dog I've ever seen. The difference in uh, the difference is and the thing that turned him from being a terrible eater into an incredible one is rough greens, which makes even kibble food seem fancy. You know, it's like lobster bisque. It's not dog food. It is a supplement that you put on your dog's food, and it was developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, and you put it on the dog's food. Remember, brown food is dead food. You want the greens. Folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog's going to love it, they're going to give you the first trial bag for free. 
roughgreens.com slash Beck. You can call 833-GLEN33. They'll give you that first trial bag for free. You just pay for shipping. 833-GLENN33. roughgreens.com slash Beck. The new website is launched. Don't miss it. And you can subscribe at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The code is Glenn Plus. You'll save 36 bucks. This is the Glenn Beck program. The uh, lieutenant governor of Virginia is a friend of the program. I just love her. Winsome Earl Sears, uh, and she joins us now to talk about the election in Virginia that is coming up. And they're saying that this is going to set the tone for the entire country for 2024. And the the extreme left of the Democratic Party has won the primaries. And so when this comes down, it is either going to be sanity or insanity. Um and uh, we're hopefully get some some idea of which way it's going from Winsome. Hello, Winsome. How are you? I am doing just blessed. <laughs> Let me tell you, Glenn, it's, it's a wonderful day. Yeah, good, <laughs> good. So tell me when, first of all, this is coming up in just a couple of weeks, is it not? Well, uh, yeah, the official day, but it's been happening since September 22nd. Remember, there are that's 45 right. days before the actual day, and that's why we can't afford to wait for the traditional election day. There is no such thing anymore. So tell me what what's at stake here in Virginia. Oh, just about everything. We're talking about school choice. We're talking about tax policy. We're talking about energy policy. Good grief. We're talking about, you know, uh, um, even anti-Semitism. We're talking about just uh, the ability to speak one's mind. And also we're talking about being able to attract businesses to, to come to Virginia because businesses are job creators. It's not the government. No matter what anybody says, it's nonsense. And then we're talking about what's happening in our schools when it comes to biological males, you know, being in showers with our girl children. And, 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 and it's, you know, I sometimes, Glenn, you think the world has gone mad. And mm-hmm. it's not so. It's just that some of them are just about control and power. And those of us who have a head on our shoulders must show uh, that we understand there's common sense. Does it um, does it worry you at all that the the far left Democrats defeated the moderate Democrats? It seems like uh, there's a good portion of America that is going over the cliff in a big way. Listen, Glenn, the the Democrats who have won their primary elections thus far, they are so left that if the earth was flat, they would fall off. I mean, they, that's where we are. There, and, and unfortunately, I think we've come to a time in America where we are compromising from the left. In other words, the left has gone so left that when Republicans look at compromising, we're actually in the middle of the left yeah, spectrum. I know. We're not compromising from the center of the spectrum. So they've gone left and we've gone left with them. So what are you looking at for the um, for the vote? I mean, because this one is Virginia. Virginia is not one that turns everybody over, is it? Yes, we all 100 House of Delegates seats are up and all 40 seats in the Senate are up. 
And what we have found, which is just so disheartening to me, is that we found 500,000, count them, Glenn, 500,000 Republicans who voted in 2021 and gave us the victory in the governor's race, my race, the attorney general's race, and the House. And yet the very next year, Glenn, they did not vote in the congressional race. They sat it out. They sat it out. 500,000. We could have had, Glenn, a totally different uh, Congress Congress right now. We could have sent, I believe, at least two, if not three more uh, House of Representatives members to Congress. You know, so we can't afford to do that. And who are these people who don't vote? The 500,000. They're the ones who only vote if there's a presidential race coming up or if it's a gubernatorial race. Otherwise, they sit it out. They, they think, you know, local politics isn't important. They can't do that. I, I mean, I don't understand people who don't think that state and local politics matter at this point. You're seeing but, the effects of all of it all the way down to your house and your own children. Well, this is happening. It's not just in Virginia. And that's why we're saying Virginia is we think of bellwether. This is happening all over the state, you know, with Republicans. But guess what? It's also happening for the Democratic Party. But you know what? They and the Democrat Party have figured out how to get their 500,000 to vote. How are they doing it? By getting them to vote absentee ballot. Glenn, I'm looking at my ballot. I've got my abs- I'm not going to the polls <laughs> and vote anymore. I've got my absentee ballot came in my mailbox. You know what it says? From this day forward, you will get a ballot for every primary election. A ballot will be mailed to you for every special election. A ballot will be made to you for every general election. I said to myself, oh, my goodness, this is how the Democrats are beating us. I don't have to do anything except go to my mailbox. And by the way, there's a government stamp on the return envelope. I had a ballot, (laughs) a ballot in September for an election in November. Don't tell me that this isn't how they're beating us. So how are the returns from the GOP? Do we know? Well, thankfully, Glenn, thankfully, there is hope. There is hope in all of this. Um, We've been able to get those people who generally are not voters in these off-year elections, as we call them. We've gotten some of them to vote. So, so far, it's looking up. But then, you know, uh, we've just started on this journey. So let's hope uh, it holds because the polls look good. But, you know, it's know. the numbers that count. I know. You know or, uh, how you know. secure is the vote in Virginia, do you think? Oh, it's it's very secure. We, we don't have those problems. In fact, we have, because we have one, uh, you know, now uh, we are uh, the ones who are doing the securing the vote. And we can prove that. You don't have to worry. Everything is safe. In fact, we have a a, a website, secureyourvotevirginia.com. I think it's too late now to go and sign up to get an absentee ballot, but you sure can go in and uh, to the registrar's office today, tomorrow, the next day, and go vote. But coming back to this, we have found voters, like 18,000-some voters who were dead but still on the rolls. (laughs) <laughs> from all the way back in 1960. Now, I don't think they voted. I think Okay, well, that's good. Elsewhere. <laughs> right. They might have been voting in Chicago. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, yeah. So we're cleaning up the voter, and we even got a vote passed this year. 
that said, from now on, you will have the voter rolls cleaned up every month, every month, every time we get a moving uh, notice from uh, the post office, every time we get a death notice from the, um, uh, um, uh, goodness, Corner. I'm working too hard. Yes, from the, 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 the um, health department, etc. you know, um, then and, and from Social Security, then we, we clean up the rolls. We have been doing it in the past, culling the rolls every six months. We're doing that now every month, and we have removed, I think it was almost 200, 300,000 just by doing that. And we've partnered with other states and other organizations to make sure that our elections will be uh, safe, secure, etc. Because here's the thing we found. Well, in 2016, NBC, MSNBC and Morning Consult did a poll and the Democrats, 65% of Democrats said they did not believe elections were free and fair. Well, then came 2020 and the Morning Consult people did another poll. And this time it said it was the Republicans turn. 70% of them said mm-hmm. they don't believe that elections were free and fair. So, you know, neither side, you know, believed in the process. But I can tell you, we're cleaning it up. Don't worry about it. Go Good. vote. I'm glad to hear that. Um, it- the rumblings of Governor Youngkin jumping into the presidential race. Have you heard that? Oh, yeah, everybody's heard it. But, I mean, we are focusing on 2023, and that's where his head is at. Glenn, we've got to win the Senate, and we've got to keep the House. We've got issues to tend to. We've got adult decisions to make. We've got to fend off these extreme left Democrats. So we're focusing on 2023. Good. Uh, And the uh, vote is uh, November. I think it's the 7th, uh, but you can vote in Virginia now. Everyone. 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 Go vote now. Put a sign in your yard. Put a bumper sticker on your car. You know, Glenn, we tend to forget as humans how bad things have been once things get better. And we forget that they shut down our schools, the Democrats did. They said they hadn't gone far enough. They shut down our businesses. They said they hadn't gone far enough. They shut down our houses of worship, said they hadn't gone far enough. They were uh, defunding the police. Said they, You know, Glenn, this is why the Democrats said they had lost in 2021, that they hadn't gone far enough. And if we don't believe them, what did they do after we won in 2021? Well, they were picketing and protesting outside the Supreme Court justices' homes who live in Virginia. The Commonwealth attorneys didn't do anything about it, even though there's a law that says so you wrong. can't do that. So wrong. Yeah. I mean, school boards went off kilter, even worse. So what I'm saying to you is the Democrats have told us how they feel. They said they didn't go far enough when they had absolute power. Let's not give it to them again. Right. Uh, Winsome, thank you so much. Uh, The uh, Virginia Lieutenant Governor Winsome Earl Sears, uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Glenn, and thank you to your listeners. You bet. God bless. Uh, Listen, the when she was saying the Democrats said what they that they hadn't gone far enough, they just the people that are running in their primaries, they just got rid of all of the moderate Democrats. If you are in Virginia and you think like I do, I think like the founders did, that this republic is a worthy experiment, you've got to save your state first. 
And how this goes will give us some indication. If this goes well for the Democrats in uh, Virginia, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. The rest of the country is watching Virginia now. Please, if you're in Virginia, vote. Back in just a second. First, the operative word for so much of our society uh, these days is crazy chaos. We are raising the next generation of Americans to believe that the rule of law is completely topsy-turvy. Good is evil. Evil is good. We can lock Jews in a, in a library and have Palestinians uh, here in America trying to break the door down, pounding on the glass, trying to get the four scared Jews in the library. And who gets yelled at? Not the Palestinians, the Jews. This, this is madness. The good news is you can protect your kids and grandkids from bad ideas by teaching powerful truths. And the Tuttle Twins want to help you do that for free. Today and tomorrow only, you can get the free book, The Tuttle Twins Learn About the Law. And it explains how good laws help everybody. And once your kids get these lessons, they'll be much more likely to be immune to bad ideas like Marxism and wokeism. Because they'll see the garbage for what it really is. Good ideas are literally the only antidote to bad ideas. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the book for free. You just pay for shipping. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Protect your kids from bad ideas. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. As you uh, think about protecting your home, you probably think about the basics, right? Maybe an alarm system, uh, maybe locking your doors, uh, maybe you have a, a weapon to protect yourself in case the worst occurs. But you might not be thinking about your home's title. Your home is at risk when it comes to your home's title. And this invisible threat is known as home title fraud. Uh, con artists can just pick a house. It can be a lot of times it's maybe a vacation house or a rental property, or it can be the home that you're living in right now. And they transfer the deed uh, of the house to their name and they use fake IDs. They go through this whole process. Now, when this is over, why would they go through this? I mean, they're not like they're going to come live in the house, most likely. What they're going to do is take out loans against your equity. They're going to enrich themselves and send you down a legal wormhole you do not want to be uh, involved in. So what do you do about this? Well, you go to Home Title Lock. Home Title Lock will protect you from it and you don't have to think about it anymore. That's the easiest way to do things. This is America. This is how you're supposed to deal with problems. Get somebody else to do it. Home Title Lock will deal with this problem and they will stop you from becoming a victim of home title fraud. HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com is the place to go to get this service. Use the code BECK and you will get a complete scan of your home's title and you'll get the first 30 days of triple lock protection uh, that's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Code is Beck. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is Beck. Jeez. This is how far gone our country really is. The Biden administration official in charge of prosecuting anti-Semitic attacks, uh, which have skyrocketed, and yet the administration is only talking about Islamophobia. The Justice Department's civil rights chief, Kirsten Clark, partnered with the Council on American-Islamic Relations, CARE, 
an anti-Israel group on voting rights for Muslim Americans. Clark has also praised uh, Rashida Tlaib and women's march uh, organizers Linda Sarsour and Tamika Mallory, left-wing activists with unbelievable anti-Semitic track records. As a student at Harvard, Clark organized a speech for Wellesley College professor Tony Martin, who peddled the false claim that a cabal of Jews were the ones orchestrating the international slave trade. This is nuts. This is nuts. Uh, uh, the, the president is not in charge. I, I really don't think he is. He has no idea of the radicals that are all around him. I don't think Joe Biden is a radical. I think he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And some of the stuff he believes and some of the stuff I don't think he even knows. I could be wrong. I, I, gosh, I probably am, but I, 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 I hope I'm not. But you have, you have insane things happening right now, like the photographer from the New York Times. Yeah. Um, a really good, uh, really good photojournalist the guy absolutely needed to be hired by the new york times now he's he's covering the israeli-palestinian debate and you know he's got a an interesting set of opinions that some might like, find problematic like what, uh, what are his opinions uh, he hearts hitler he hearts hitler yes he loves the hitler big hitler fan hmm. um wrote a post uh, and put a picture of hitler there and it said how great you are hitler um said uh he um went on to uh, say that he was in a state of harmony as Hitler was during the Holocaust. Okay. And and you'd say say maybe that's a little controversial. And this is the thing, Glenn, this happens all the time, right? Yeah, sure. You have this situation where you hire someone and you find out out they they love love the Hitler, right? (laughs) And you're like, oh, we got to correct this situation. We're going to wear it. Actually, no, not in this particular case. What happened in this one is uh, uh, they hired the guy. They found out he loved Hitler, and they talked to him about it, mm-hmm. and they said, hey, we got to make sure this isn't going to, you know, shade your coverage one way or the other. Of Israel. Uh, right, of Israel, because, you know, you we're going to hire you as a photojournalist, so make sure right. you're really balanced on the Jews, uh, and don't let that Hitler love influence that coverage. And he said, okay, and he's still working there. So that's good. I think they've done wow, a good uh, job. Good job, guys. It doesn't seem like the way they should handle it uh i mean call me a right-wing extremist but i fire the person who loves hitler really yeah wow I, I what if they've only done it 20 or 30 times though they've I, I fire expressed them. that love. no i i fire them just the judge just yeah, for a few just, dozen yeah just wow. for a few dozen Woo-hoo. absolutely Tough i think that's pretty work. clear the glenn back program so i don't know if you've noticed but the world is uh you know calm on fire oh yeah really yeah yeah um you could think like Stu, and just be like what's going on today or you could prepare your family i usually go with the what's going on today right approach but you say it more like well i don't i don't hear it that way i hear it as in my normal voice right Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we all hear our voice a little different than right. it sounds. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's probably how it comes the off. The largest you. preparedness company in the country right now offering huge savings on their three-month emergency food kit. They're gonna get you're gonna get a delicious variety of breakfast, lunch, dinners, 
2,000 calories per day, easy to prepare, a little water, a little heat, and you got a meal ready to go. My Patriot Supply also sells biomass stoves, off-the-grid room heaters for power outages, and so much more. It's MyPatriotSupply.com. Go there now, MyPatriotSupply.com. America, welcome to the uh, program. The president said something yesterday that I found just so wildly uh, wrong and inappropriate and anti-Israel. Listen to Cut 7. Here's Biden yesterday on why Hamas attacked. I'm convinced one of the reasons Hamas attacked when they did, I have no proof of this, just my instinct tells me, is because of the progress we were making towards regional integration for Israel and regional integration overall. And we can't leave that work behind. Wait. And one more word on this. I continue to be alarmed about extremist settlers attacking Palestinians in the West Bank. Excuse me? Excuse me? Uh, This is insanity. Our president is also saying now today that he doesn't think Israel has an achievable objective and maybe they should wait this out until they have one. But we're pressing ahead with what achievable objective in Ukraine? Overthrowing Vladimir Putin, that's an achievable objective, but Israel doesn't have one? Something is very, very wrong. And I want to talk to you about the gravity of it in 60 seconds. First, if you're a shooter, I'm sure you noticed ammo prices have gone through the roof. Every time you go to the range, it's like setting money on fire. But you have to you have to go to the range or you have to practice your shot or you are going to lose your ability to be accurate. You have to get good with your guns. It's an essential part of being able to protect your freedom and the freedom of those you love. And it's quickly becoming, like it is in Europe, a rich man's game. That's why you need Mantis X. It's a high-tech, easy-to-use system that is used widely by the military and helps you improve your shooting quickly. You just attach this to your firearm and connect it with an app on your smartphone or tablet via Bluetooth. Then wherever you're firing, whether you're using actual rounds or even dry firing, 
It will give you instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct it. It is honestly like having a firearms instructor standing right next to you. 94% of the people who shoot with uh, Mantis X improve within the first 20 minutes of using it. Start improving today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. So I am I am sick and tired of hearing about Islamophobia. I am I am sick and tired of people in this administration just acting as though anti-Semitism isn't at an all-time high. I have never seen anything like what is happening right now. I want you to I want you to just if you happen to be watching the blaze i want to play these three cuts for you again these are at the cooper union college and there's about four jewish students that the college put into the library and then locked the doors and left them alone because of a palestinian rally this pro-palestinian rally finds out that there's jews locked in the library Cut four. Those are people throwing themselves against the door, trying to get in. Here they are, trying to pound on the glass. They're pounding on the glass, trying to frighten them. One more cut. This is outside of the door. The protesters have moved past security guards who are clearly trying to prevent them from advancing up some stairs. This is this is just one college campus. Now, imagine you're a Jew. Imagine you're a a good American citizen. You've grown up here. You and all of a sudden, because you're Jewish, you're under attack. And your president keeps stepping up and talking about anti-Islamic uh, feelings. I don't know about you. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to use something that everybody with any good judgment would say do not use. But I, I want you. I. I believe you're an adult. I believe those who actually listen, and that's all I do my broadcast for, those who actually listen. I don't do the broadcast for people who hear snippets, and I don't change the program because I know the George Soroses of the world are actually, you know, going to take and take things out of context. I do it for you. And I have been thinking recently, I don't know how to judge the good Palestinians from the bad Palestinians. There was talk this week that maybe we go over and take the Palestinians uh, out of the Gaza Strip and we bring them here to America. No, I'm not for that. No, no, no. Because I can't judge who's the good ones and the bad ones. If these are the good ones, we have a problem. But I have no idea. 
And there is there is a poem that was written by Rudyard Kipling, and it was in 1902, I think. And it is known. I want you to know this clearly. It is known that it was written in Canada for some racist kind of deal where they're trying to keep the Japanese out of Canada and make sure that white people got the jobs. Okay, so it's xenophobic, yada, yada. But I want you to read it without race involved. I just want you to read, I just want you to hear this and see if this doesn't define the problem. The stranger within my gate, he may be true or kind, but he does not talk my talk. I cannot feel his mind. I see the face and the eyes and the mouth, but not the soul behind. What he's saying here is, this guy might be a good guy, might be a bad guy, but I don't know. The men of my own stock, they may do ill or well. So I know we've got bad guys, but they tell the lies I'm wanted to. They are used to the lies I tell. We do not need interpreters when we go to buy and sell. So in other words, I know there are people on, in my ranks that are bad, but I know them. I, I know the game. I know, I, I can sense because they have the same basic upbringing that I have that I can spot them. The stranger within my gates, he may be evil or good, but I cannot tell what powers control, what reasons sway his mood, nor when the gods of his far-off land shall repossess his blood. This, to me, is the key. We don't know how to read each other because we don't have enough in common and so you can you can be a good guy and this is this is like this with every faith and this is like this with every color of person it doesn't matter but this is the problem you might be a really good guy but i don't know your background well enough your culture well enough to know what's going to set you off. What could take a good guy and make him an enemy overnight? Because I don't understand the God of his understanding. The men of my own stock. That's an unfortunate racist word. The men of my own stock. Bitter bad they may be. But at least they hear the things I hear and see the things I see. Whatever I think of them and their likes, they think of the likes of me. Again, I know they're bad. They might think I'm bad, but we know. This is the, this is the real problem here, and it has nothing to do with race. It does have something to do with being so far off values and normally we can handle that, but we have so disregarded our own values. I say this of people who are in my own country were born here in my own country. I, I don't know who they are. I can't. This is this was the problem 
really early on in after September 11th, we all acted as though we loved the Constitution and people still act as though they love the Constitution, but I don't think they do. I don't understand the God they serve that allows them to burn cities down because they feel oppressed. I don't understand how people can go and be pro-Palestine, say they're not anti-Semitic. They're just pro-Palestine. And yet, when four kids are in the library all by themselves, locked in there for their own safety, and people are trying to bust the doors open to do what? Well, if I listen to their chance to kill them. I don't understand how my own countrymen can do that. I don't understand the God they serve. The left doesn't understand the the so-called religious left don't understand how you can support a guy like Donald Trump. How can anybody in good conscience support Donald Trump? Well, because Donald Trump has his real flaws, real deep flaws. But in the end, I think he likes America. And. Your side has other people with deep flaws that you know about. You won't admit it. We'll admit it. But you won't admit it. They're deep flaws. But I'm not sure they like America the way I like America. They seem to want to destroy America. They keep tearing America apart in word and deed. And I don't understand that. And you don't understand me, apparently. That's that's how much trouble we're really in. Because when we cannot see. When we can see the face and the eyes and the mouth, but not the soul behind. There's no way to make peace with one another. There's no way to coexist with one another. And this is what we're asking Israel to do, to coexist with people that they don't question. They don't. I'm not sure. How can we tell? They can tell because they're currently raping and slaughtering their families. They're currently saying gas the Jews from the river to the sea. That's all there is of Israel. The so-called West Bank is the eastern side of israel west bank all the way to the sea there's nothing else left if you want to destroy that you're saying i want to kill every jew and they know that they just hope that you don't know that kipling ends his poem with something that I think is wrong because I think he is talking about race in this. And I do think this is wrong. We have to love all of God's children 
and be able to understand each other. But there comes a time that maybe he's right. He said, this is my father's belief, and this is also mine. Let the corn be of all one sheaf, and the grapes be all one vine. Ere our children's teeth are set on edge by bitter bread and wine. Imagine for a moment being a part of an organization saving 200 human lives every single day. Doesn't it seem like, you know, that would be something worthwhile, something you could be incredibly proud of, something that could actually do so much good? You can be a part of it when you give to the Ministry of Preborn. Preborn offers free ultrasounds, so expecting mothers get to meet their unborn child and hear her or his little heartbeat. That's not all. They also offer the uh, mother's maternity clothes, doctor's visits, help when they need choosing life for full two years. All of this they do because of people like you who believe in saving lives, who give what you can. A $28 donation, that's the price of an ultrasound, and it could make the difference between life and death of a child today. And when you give to uh, preborn any amount it's all tax deductible and it goes directly to that work i'm asking you today join me keep the good news coming give generously dial pound 250 say the keyword baby that's pound 250 keyword baby or donate securely at preborn.com slash back preborn.com slash back sponsored by preborn 10 seconds station id I don't believe let the corn be all of one sheaf um, because if I could, I did that, I would, I would just start narrowing it down, narrowing it down until people were just exactly what I believe. And that's not good, not healthy and not going to work. But I do think we need to have some principles that we, and they're Judeo Christian principles. They're the principles found in the bill of rights because something wicked this way comes. Something not good is coming. And I think everybody, whether you want to admit it or not, knows that. That's a terrible thought. Um, you know, my son actually was talking to him last night before bed. And he's like, oh, my friend, now he goes to a religion, you know, Christian school. And he, so this might be more common uh, in my son's life than some others. But he's like, you know. I was talking to my friend, he said he thinks that the, that the war in Israel is the start of the end times. Mm. And I said, I, "Yep, sure is. Sure night, is. Night. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> I don't want to watch scary movies, but we're not get right." Um, but it, I thought that was interesting in that, like, uh, you know, it's permeating to even you know kids. And, I, and of course, my I have two different friends, two different sides of the country, that their kids have had dreams of Christ coming to them and saying, you need to prepare. You are yeah. going to be welcoming me back. Prepare the way. Wow. I, and, you know, of course, you don't know. And, I, you know, as I said, it's not something you can control, right? All you can do is try to be on the right side of that equation, right? Yeah. That's all you can do. Um, but it is, uh, you know, it feels like these times. Now, as... Always. We all know th th throughout all of history, the apostles, always, yeah, the apostles thought he was coming back. Right. So you can't know and you can't predict, but it is a, it, it feels like we're on the edge. 
some of the um, some of the things that need to happen in prophecy, right, have happened. Some of those boxes have been checked. Yeah, a lot of the boxes have been yeah. checked. And what's I mean, you know, I have a um, a podcast coming out today for Blaze TV subscribers uh, um, with Max Lucado, and he's not a scary guy at all. And I said, Max, you know, for the first time, Israel has been refounded, gathered, and uh, you, you, you also have Gog and Magog getting together for the first time. It's the first time ever in what? How long was that written? 2,000 years ago. Gog and Magog are going to get together. Well, okay, that's bad. That's bad. That's Persia and Russia. For the first time ever, and they're aligning, and it looks like the world is starting to align, including us, against Israel. That's kind of a big deal. I mean, how do people who who don't necessarily believe, how do you take those prophecies that had zero chance of coming true for 2,000 years? They're all of a sudden coming true? I mean, that's quite a prediction and against all odds. How do you view that? I think you put on really dark sunglasses and try not to view it. <laughs> Just hide, hide in the corner and hope for the best. Is that yeah. a good answer? No. No, no probably not. Probably get your not. get your life where it needs to be. Yeah. So you, can, you can be part of the solution and uh, lessen the gnashing of teeth. I I'm not <laughs> looking forward to that part of it. Uh, no. Yeah. By the way, you can find out our 40-day, 40-night transformation getting us closer to the covenant. You can find it for free at glennbeck.com. Go there now. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Inflation is absolutely destroying our spending power. Our dollar is becoming less valuable all the time. It's forcing us to change the way we handle finances. So what can you do to protect yourself and your family and get ahead? Believe it or not, that's an easy one. Give American Financing a call today. Get that free mortgage review I've been telling you about for years. If you learn about the custom loans that might fit your budget better, you are then armed with the information you need on whether it's right for you. They're saving homeowners an average of about $700 a month right now. Salary-based mortgage consultants will start a free no-obligation savings review. They can help you close on a cash-out refi of your home's mortgage, which could help you get a leg up on those expensive high-interest credit card debts. Did you see the latest? The now uh, credit card debt in um, uh, interest is now up over 33%. Call American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. It's blazetv.com slash Glenn. The site is new. you got to check it out. Uh, use the code Glenn Plus for 36 bucks off your annual subscription. So we have this really disturbing video of Jewish students at Cooper Union College who are locked inside of the library for their own safety due to a pro-Palestinian protests. Uh, that were happening right outside. It was it's terrifying. George Georgetown University. Do we have the uh, videos of Georgetown? 
Um, these were projected onto the library at Georgetown, uh, Washington, or, or George Washington University. Glory to our martyrs is one. Divestment from Zionist genocide now and free Palestine from the river to the sea. All of those are basically just saying, uh, kill all the Jews. I can't imagine what it is like to be a Jew today in America. Carol Markowitz is an amazing columnist. She's with the uh, New York Post. She also has a podcast, the Carol Markowitz uh, show. And she has been getting on and encouraging um, people who are Jewish to get armed. Go buy guns. Carol is with us now. Hi, Carol. Hi, Glenn. So nice to be here. Thank you. Uh, you sound so sweet. Uh, and I, just, I, just, I, mean, I am. I am sweet, but I have a big gun. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Good for you. Mm-hmm. You wrote in January uh, about a... Um, uh, the chosen comedy festival that came to Miami. It was for Jews. Mm-hmm. And you said you started to notice a difference with Jews back then. Yeah. What was yeah. it? So, I mean, look, this latest um, round of Jew hatred is more violent and louder and bigger, but it's been coming for a while. And yes. Jews were being beaten up in the streets of Brooklyn, where I was living at the time. Every day there would be a new attack. And nobody was talking about it because the perpetrators weren't, you know, MAGA hat Trump supporters. And so it went completely ignored. And since I've moved to Florida, I've seen a change in Jews. And I, I know it's you know, definitely happening in Florida, but it's happening elsewhere as well, where they realize that nobody's coming to save them. And so what happened at that chosen comedy festival was so funny because a Jewish comedian, this woman got on stage and she made some anti-gun jokes and the crowd started booing. And I've never seen anything like it. I was so happy and just, I had so much respect for these people who were saying, I'm taking my security seriously. I'm not going to be gunned down when nobody's going to be around to protect me. I'm going to get armed and this is not funny to me. And that's a huge change. Huge. Look, I, I didn't grow up shooting. I, you know, shot my a gun for the first time like two years ago. Um, but I, look, we're getting armed and we're not waiting around for somebody to come save us. And that's the important thing. It's not, look, it's not just for Jews, obviously, but Jews were never, you know, kind of into guns. They, I never knew anybody who shot as a hobby. I, it just wasn't our thing. And I think it needs to get become our thing and very quickly because what we realized is if you are not armed, you are a sitting duck. Even if you're living in Israel, even if you're if you're protected by the amazing Israeli military, you're still just at risk of attack and you can't live like that. So the best thing that you can do for your family, whether or not you're Jewish, is become armed, become trained, learn how to use your weapon and not be afraid. Live your life, but be armed. Um, is it true that in Boca there's a group called Locks and Glocks? <laughs> Yes, there's, there's so many Jewish shooting groups now. That's hysterical. <laughs> Locks and Glocks, I love that. Um, so, you know, this is why Israel is so important, because your guns mm-hmm. could be taken from you here. My guns could be yeah. taken from me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what always happens with the Jews. They're, they're in some country, people start to become very yeah. anti-Semitic, the first thing they do is either disarm the entire population or in, uh, disarm the Jews. Right. And mm-hmm. then you can't defend yourself at all. You got 
I mean, you got nothing to fight back with. That's why Israel is so important because you are in charge. Yeah. Well, that's absolutely true. But, you know, I, we, my, my uh, middle son and I visited your history uh, museum, uh, you know, last year, and we had the best hmm. time. And um, you were there, you know, you showed him around and you guys hung out. Um, And he, the the important lesson here is that you can't let them take your guns. And the history has shown so many different examples of that. I have faith in America. I have faith in Americans that they're not giving up their weapons without a fight. I'm surprised that anybody would, but I, I, you know, you see it happen again and again. You know, I had this conversation with a friend today, a Jewish friend who I'm convincing to get armed, lives in New York City, college educated and has been fooled for so long to believe that getting a gun is super easy. And she said, Uh, you know, can I just go to my target and pick up a rifle? I'm like, no, no, you can't. And and so, you know, I think that step one is making people face the the truth that they've been lied to about our gun rights and they've been lied to about the ease of getting weapons because it's not that easy. And the second thing is to be prepared in advance, not to wait until history catches up with all of us and they come for our guns. So, Carol, I... You know, I, I was with you and your son, and your son was incredibly, incredibly <laughs> bright. I just loved him. I think we ended up he spending the too. whole. You guys were best friends. <laughs> yeah, I think we sp- ended up spending a, mm-hmm. many hours together um, uh, because of him. Um, mm-hmm. How are you dealing with a son that is bright, so mm-hmm. knows what's going on, and how is that? affecting him so i have three kids he's the middle um we've tried to keep kind of the details of what's going on away from them um but it's hard because it's you know everywhere um but i also we teach them personal security again they know that their parents are armed not taking that very seriously um we're going to take them shooting as you know as soon as that's okay to do uh, at their ages and we're going to make sure that they know that their security is their own responsibility and that they can't wait around for somebody else to save them as jews but also just as americans you have to be prepared for the worst case scenario how does that make you feel as a mom it's scary but i feel a lot better when i look at pictures of myself at the range with my big gun it's very empowering it's very empowering especially if you know what you're doing with it if you don't know what you're doing with it it, you're a danger to yourself your family and your community but if you really take it seriously absolutely carol can i ask you i've 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 tried to prepare this audience for for the last 15 years or so when I saw this beginning to approach and I, mm-hmm. I, I, I felt that I had ability to see into what was coming and it so concerned me about what was, what was happening. Um, and now for it to happen, I, mm-hmm. I hope my family and I have done enough to, um, to get to a place to where we won't make the mistake of Christians and everybody else mm-hmm. who fell along the way and did nothing. What can, been, yeah. what can we do to help? Mm-hmm. You've been so fantastic. I just have to say you've been really amazing. It's been heartwarming to listen to you. Um, I, I think the, the lack of fear, not being afraid to speak out, um, and just 
speaking the truth about what's going on in the country, I think that a lot of people on the left need to lie to themselves and say that this isn't really happening. This isn't really that important. This isn't that big. But I love that you're being so honest. And I I just look, Jews and Christians very closely aligned for a lot of reasons. But I feel like our fates are also intertwined. It's not like, oh, they just came for the Jews and then they left the Christians alone. That's just not how it goes. So I think that, um, you know, I'm so actually so proud to be a conservative at times like this, even though things are bad. And believe me, they are bad. I don't sleep at night. I picture the hostages. Mm -hmm. It's not great. Um, But you know, I, I do feel good being a conservative because our side is overwhelmingly on the side of the right. And they're, they're, they know what's going on and they're not pretending otherwise. And I really do appreciate that. Carol, um, we pray for yeah. you. We pray Thank for you so much. All, all of the Jews, wherever they are in the world, and all those who are standing up to that will recognize evil for what it is and stand up against it in all of its forms. Thank Thank you, you, Glenn. Thank you. God bless you. I'm just, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know why in that, in that particular interview, but I'm overwhelmed with the amount of time that I have spent and the years that people have said, what are you doing? Why are you doing this with Israel? Why are you making? And the fact that I know the Lord said to me, do not stop on this. This is a sword you die on. And um, because I had a lot of pressure to talk, stop talking about the caliphate, stop talking about Islam, stop talking about the Jews and Israel so much, a lot. And to see it happen now is tragic, just tragic. And I ask you, if you were a long-time listener, to please don't let our time that we have spent together be in vain. Please remember the things that we have, we have talked about and we've taught each other, especially on this front. This is an amazing time in world history and we all have a choice and the words of Bonhoeffer have never been more true. I mean, it may mean that some of us get beaten in the streets, but if you see somebody who is cowering and I don't care which group is doing the ill If you see a bunch of pro-Palestinian people making Jews cower, get between them. Don't fight them. Just get between them. You be a meat shield. I know that's a lot to ask. But we have to have faith in God. We, We have to do his will, not ours. Back in just a minute. 
when you live with pain, sometimes getting through the day means doing just the best you can, even when that's a lot less than it used to be. Knowing that you could be doing so much more, enjoying life so much more, it's frustrating, especially if you've tried everything you can think of. If you're dealing with pain, please, let me just ask you, try Relief Factor. Just give it a try for three weeks. I know you're skeptical. I was. But after giving it a shot, I got to tell you, I got my life back. Would you just try it? The three-week quick start. It's 1995. It's a trial pack, not a drug. But developed by doctors, more than a million people have bought Relief Factor's quick start, and about 70% of them go on to order more. So go to relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief. 800 the number 4 relief. It's relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. The Glenn Beck program. The things you do with your money can matter a lot. And sometimes we all think about voting and politics and all that. And obviously that stuff's important. But also the way you spend your money is important. If you can buy things that are made in America that are great quality that you're going to use for a long time, uh, something we all want to do. But it's hard to find, honestly. A lot of people say they're making stuff that's made in America, but they're not always telling the truth. You don't know who to trust. And that's why this is so difficult. But American Giant is a company you can trust. These are people who make clothing that is super high quality. You're going to love it. You're going to wear it for decades. And it is a company that has people working for it that are making a fair wage, uh, that, that are making the stuff here in America. Every stitch of thread, every metal rivet, every drop of ink is made and assembled right here in America. So you're not just buying the clothing, you're investing in the country. And you're also investing in the American uh, independent spirit, uh, manufacturing. This is what built this country. And American Giant thinks it still can help. It can uh, the cotton, the milling, the cutting, the sewing, all 100% American. You can buy cheaper, you can find a bunch of crap uh, coming in, uh, but you're not going to get the quality you're going to get, and you're not going to help the country the way you will with American Giant. The American Giant patch means something. So go to American-Giant.com slash Glenn, American-Giant.com slash Glenn. It's American-Giant.com slash G-L-E-N-N. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're we're glad you're here. Uh, we are uh, we're living in different times, and it is an exciting time to be alive because we'll know who we are, what we're made of. Uh, but it's also a scary time. I mean, you know, you think about well, let's get away from crazy things happening in the city. Let's go to Maine. Yeah, let's go to a nice calm place. Eighteen dead, thirteen injured. You just read to me a story about uh, a survivor. Yeah. One of the guys who was in the middle of this bowling alley shooting um, turned around, saw the guy had a weapon and think about doing this, just sprinted full speed down the lane and then slid into where the bowling pins were and climbed on top of the machine inside to protect himself for about 10 minutes until the cops got there. That's his story. I mean... I, it's just like we are in such weird times, and, you know. And Glenn, I was thinking about this with like, you think you have this protection of civilization, but over and over again lately, it seems like people are just walking through that wall. You know, you mm -hmm. certainly saw it with Hamas and Israel, right? Like mm -hmm. they, they didn't care 
about what the repercussions were after, right? Like, they just went through and they wanted to kill a bunch of Jews. They went and they did every horrible thing. And we played the call yesterday, called home to mom to, to celebrate all the Jews they had killed, right? If we still have that, can somebody pull that for me and play it? Hmm. And then you have... We have it. Here it is. Yeah, Listen, this is a... This is a Hamas soldier saying, hey, Dad, I'm talking to you from Israel. You open your WhatsApp, I killed so many, killed so these Jews with my own hands. May God protect you, Father says. Dad, I'm talking from a Jewish woman's phone. I killed her and I killed her husband. I killed him with my own hands. Ten. Ten with my own hands. Dad, open WhatsApp. See, open the phone. Dad, I'm calling you on WhatsApp. Open the phone. Go now. Dad, I'm in Israel. Dad, I killed ten. Ten. Ten with my own hands. Their blood is on my hands. Put mom on. Oh, my son, God bless you. I swear, ten with my own hands, mom. I mean, this is what I, this is what I meant about that poem from Rudyard Kipling. We don't know. We don't know what their God calls them into action. We just don't know. And without a, a, a Judeo Christian background, we don't know our neighbors. We don't know what people are capable of. Now, lots of so-called good Christians committed atrocities. I understand that. But it's generally easier to pick out the good ones from the bad ones because you you have the same basic background. And when they go wrong, you're like, oh, okay, wait a minute. I know. I recognize. We don't know. How do you relate? How do you come back together when society has people like that in it? How do you judge? How do you know? It's completely foreign it's like an alien life form that looks at life like that the glenn back program and i've been telling you about jace medical and the jace case for some time now uh there was a story in i think it's today's show prep or yesterday's show prep um about shortages coming for drugs we are in a precarious situation and don't be caught with your pants down. Don't be caught without the medicine, the essential antibiotics, the essential things, heart medicine, whatever it is that you and your family take every day, you need to make sure that you have access to it. Um, imagine not having access to insulin. Jace Medical can help you with that. And I want you to enter the promo code Beck at checkout and you'll get a discount on your order. It's Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. All of your family needs, you can have a year's supply in your own home. Please prepare. JaceMedical.com. Enter the promo code Beck at checkout and get discount on your order. All right. We're with a, uh, a hero of mine, Edwin Black, in just a minute. Stand by.
you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. A man who predicted all of this um, just last summer said exactly uh, this was coming is in studio now. He is a, a scholar, uh, a friend, and one of my personal heroes. Uh, we're going to talk to him in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about Car Shield. Considering how much the value of your dollar is going down day after day, it's got to be huge relief when you can find something that doesn't seem to cost so much and will lock in your price. One of the reasons I love Car Shield is because that's what they do. You don't have to worry about how much it's going to cost you if your car breaks down because Car Shield allows you to lock in the price of your coverage plan. When you enroll with Car Shield, you're getting protection plans that start as low as $100 a month, flexible month-to-month coverage, your choice of an ASE certified mechanic, 24/7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance, and complimentary towing and rental car options. You also get no long-term contracts and Car Shield administrators will handle all the paperwork and repairs so you don't have to. Most importantly of all, considering the whole inflation problem, you get a price lock guarantee. Your price will never go up. No matter how many claims you file, it'll never go up. Even as your mileage on your car increases, CarShield. CarShield.com, 800-227-6100, 800-227-6100, CarShield.com slash back. Edwin Black, who is uh, an amazing, amazing author. Uh, he is a, a journalist. He has been tracking down the roots of the Holocaust and man's inhumanity to man, the progressive era, uh, and, and the, the lies of eugenics forever. Um, he is the author of IBM and the Holocaust. He also is the author of the Farhood, uh, which we will probably talk a little bit about. But Edwin, welcome to the studios. I, how long have we t- known each other? Ten years or so? Easy? Approximately ten. And uh, we've been talking about these things, and um, I can't believe that we're here. Are we here? Yes, I think uh, it's uh, no longer that the threat is uh, 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 over a distant hill. And I don't think the threat is uh, even around the corner. I think the threat is just down the street. Just yesterday, uh, students at Cooper Union Library, Jewish students, were trapped in the library because Palestinians... Uh, were knocking on the window and wanted them. There was a home invasion uh, of a Jewish man in Studio City, yeah. uh, Los Angeles, um, and um, they had to. They he had to fight the guy and push him out. He broke the door down. He, his wife, and his children, uh, and he was screaming that they were Jewish and he was going to kill him. I mean. If I hear one more thing about Islamophobia from this president and a refusal to acknowledge what is happening to Jewish Americans, it is astounding to me. I think that the uh, problem is that uh, a lot of people in America are sleeping with the enemy and the Palestinians have 
come here and uh, they've embedded themselves and they've just turned so many people against the United States and specifically against Jews. All, almost all of it involves fake information, fake history, fake facts. And unfortunately, our colleges are ground zero for both hate and ignorance. And that mm-hmm. is a very precarious in, in, in intersection. So has any society in history been at this point with Jews and turned it around? No. Um, uh, One of the things that I have stressed is that um, uh, I, I know that Jews came here after the Holocaust and I know that my parents uh, um, uh, and many parents didn't want to discuss their experiences in the Holocaust, they thought everything was okay. Everybody got a job. Everybody got a couple of cars, a bunch of TVs, and everything was hunky-dory. But it was always just below the surface. And uh, even while I've been here in Dallas, uh, people, Jews in the, in, the, in the community, are petrified to discover the facts right in front of their face. And... I think what happened in Germany, what happened throughout Europe over in many locations uh, throughout the centuries, we may be facing that here. We may be facing the dispossession of the Jewish people in the United States if the wrong people get elected, and it may come as soon as uh, 2025. Uh, but there's a huge rehearsal for this right now, and it's not the juridical rehearsal. It's not just the trumped-up FARA violations. It's not just the special assessments. It's not the clawback. It's the actual violence. In fact, what frightens me is last year I started a series on my show, The Edwin Black Show, called Kristallnacht 2.0. I'm saying it's coming, and I had... Uh, several of of America's uh, uh, American Jewry's best thinkers and le- and legal minds on the show, and all of them finally said, "Yes, it's coming." So the third installment of this was canceled several days ago because the war broke out between uh, Hamas and Israel, and so here we are. It quickly spread far beyond Gaza, all the way to the Brooklyn Bridge, and all the way to L.A. County. You were um, recognizing uh, Farhood Day, right, this summer? Is that what it was? Yes. Um, I, uh, I wrote a book called The Farhood, that's F-A-R-H-U-D, which means violent dispossession, about a, um, about a horrible Arab Nazi pogrom riot massacre in Baghdad on June 1st, 1941. And the language is eerily similar. Uh, Babies killed in front of their parents, parents killed in front of their babies. And this arose out of a massive worldwide Arab and Muslim alliance with the Nazis 
during World War II, headed by the Mufti of Jerusalem. Evil guy. Uh, Hussein, Husseini. I wrote that book and worked very hard uh, to have International Farhood Day established and announced at the United mm. Nations in a live global chat uh, streamed uh, announcement. So we were just, we do a show on this every June. And this time I said, where next? And I said, to the astonishment of just about everyone, I said, is it going to be in Syria? Is it going to be in Morocco? Is it going to be in Tunisia? I said, no, it's going to be in Israel. And then it's going to be in, in the United States. I set forth my reasons, and unfortunately, the hell of it is, the damnation of it is that I've been validated. Why, why is it always socialism, Marxism, that accompanies this? I mean, I first when I first started seeing that progressivism started as communism— uh, and then they approved Hitler until Hitler was discredited. Uh, but they they still ride on this Marxist wave. Marx himself was a horrible, horrible anti-Semite, even though he was Jewish. Why do those things keep going together? Well, it's true that Marx is um, uh, is an idol within the progressive movement. Uh and his birthday is celebrated um, all over the campuses of the United States. And, but when it comes to this particular threat, this is beyond progressivism. This is beyond socialism. This is sheer e- evil. There is always a, uh, a, Mar- a Marxist contingent to it, a communist contingent to it, but generally that is a backlash to the capitalistic system. So there's always uh, 10 or 12 factions, and one of them is always uh, the communist, the socialist, the anarchist. It's basically about de- denuding personal freedoms, and, it, and it's coming here, and the Jews are going first uh, unless they wake up, and um, uh, right Christians. now they've 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 got one of two drugs they got to take: Nodos or Ambien. And mm. um, if the Jews go on uh, Saturday, the Christians are going on Sunday. I have made the case privately, mainly, that if you believe in good and evil, and evil is trying to best God that evil when he saw the abrahamic covenant uh said how many people do i have to kill that's easy but if god breaks his promise he ceases to be god and he says he's gonna make these people powerful and uh gonna be as many as the stars in the sky are you kidding me i'll just kill these people and it i think this is where this comes from at least this is my feeling that it is this this evil that has targeted the jews from the very beginning because this happens over and over and over again there's nothing else like it in the world not in nothing like this we're living under a dome of geodesic evil 
There's no question about it. Many of these plates are now crashing down on our head. We're living lies. Lies are living within us because we don't know any better. And right, and, and right now, we have people thriving on ignorance and, and, and malcontent. I do believe that there's pure evil. And I, I think it'd be a long debate to uh, divine just what is the definition and dimension of the evil that we are facing now and the evil that the Jewish people have faced throughout their times, just as you say. You know, I always say, don't get, comf- don't get comfortable. My father used to say, well, there's a suitcase under the bed, ready to go. More with Edwin Edwin Black here in just a second, host of the Edwin Black Show, author of IBM and the Holocaust and the Far Hood, which is F A R H U uh, D, a great book that he wrote a couple of years ago. Back in just a second. Well, it's a day ending in Y, which means the world is about as stable as a two-legged table in an earthquake. Um, everything that is going on in the news, you look at it and think, "Wow, what? Hmm, interested to see how this works out." Congratulations. Um, It doesn't matter if somebody was right or somebody was wrong. It's whether or not they are prepared mentally, physically, spiritually. Uh, Let's talk about just your temporal preparedness here. You have money, and I think, you know, the tighter we grab onto our money, the more easily it's going to slip through our fingers. But you can do something to protect the savings that you have by diversifying into gold or silver, precious metals of some sort, no matter how much you have or how little you have, diversify with Goldline. Buy one five-ounce gold legal tender bar card and get two uh, ounce uh, silver maple flex cards. You get 20 copper Mayflower rounds and 50 mind-your-business silver bars. You get all of that just for buying five one-ounce gold legal tender bar cards right now, this week only, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. Call them now. 10 seconds, station ID. With Edwin Black. Edwin, the, the weight that I feel because I feel like I've been warning about these things and it goes beyond Israel. It goes beyond the Jews. That is, I think that is one of the main points of it, but it destroys everything we know. And when I see these things come true that I have been talking about, the weight is enormous. How do you, who has studied this for so long, lost family in this way in the past. What? How are you walking around today? Very difficult. I have a um, uh, a support staff uh, around the world in many time zones, from uh, uh, Canada to Serbia to the Philippines to to Japan. We're so busy uh, documenting the evil that's coming in this world 
that we often just don't have time to mourn. But in those in those private mo- in those private moments, I can tell you, it's painful to be validated. Who the hell wants to be right this, this. quick? This quickly, I want to tell you, this is Dallas, Texas. This is Texas, and I had a conversation with people two nights ago, and they were asking, they were wondering, well, what country? is friendly to Jewish people that we could go to in Dallas, nice. Texas, yeah. in the in in the suburbs of Dallas, Texas, people are wondering where to go and then they're calling me and say what's our plan? What's our plan? What's our plan? And I'm getting this all over the country. I'm flying to Tampa tomorrow uh, for a full day of events at uh uh the University of uh, uh Southern Florida and I've got armed guards there just to visit the Hillel and give a lecture. So um, it's never been this, it's never been this bad. And the reason it's never been this bad is because the academic robes have been opened and now they've exposed themselves. What began in the actual 60s at Berkeley has now spread out and established itself and what we have seen is the absolute uselessness of college. What do you say to what do you say to parents who send their kids to college? Two weeks ago or tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, don't send them to college. The Jews have already self-ghettoized on which colleges to send their kids to. The funders are pulling out of uh, Harvard. They have uh, finally, little by little, been waking up. And we need alternatives to a to a proper education. These colleges have been exposed. I gave a lecture at one of America's most prestigious um, uh, universities just a few weeks ago, and not one of the students knew what the Normandy invasion was, and they didn't even know whether Dresden was a city or a pastry. Wow. These guys have a doctorate in iPhone. That is all that they know. And so when they're fed complete baloney about uh, Israel and the Middle East and Hamas, and you've seen the surveys of the Harvard students who actually think Hamas uh, is uh, in the right, was justified to decapitate these babies. I saw one, um, uh, one argument on online where a journalist said, well, we don't know that they were decapitated. We just know they were headless. And we talked about that yesterday. It, what are you doing? How, how is that logic even, the, the even Jewish expressed? And, and this comes at a time when uh, Jews wish to be protected. The police are defunded. The prosecutors are denuded. And the Jews are wondering, just what do we do now? This is Nazi times. This is Kristallnacht times. I'm telling you that I monitor this stuff, and my team monitors this stuff every second of every day. And we are getting reports faster than one a second. I have 30 seconds here before we have to take a break. Is this is this like this all over the world? Uh 
not quite like it is in America. And that's because America is a free society and evil is free to rise in this country. Edwin Black, back in just a second. We're going to talk about Hamas, its uh, its origin, its real mission. It's surprisingly not a charity. Huh. That's not their real goal. We'll talk about that and what's coming next in Israel with the war. Does it spread or does it die out? Edwin Black in a second. The Glenn Beck Program. The Internet is a wild place. Anything uh, can and does happen there all the time, including cybercrime. Every day, tons and tons of it happens. And it's an easy fact to ignore if it's never, you know, if you've never been on the receiving end of it. Some cyber thieves' bad intentions uh, will happen to you. If I told you you're only one click away from the best cybersecurity, would you get it? You can't ignore things like this. And nobody can stop all of it because it's constantly changing. But it is becoming a bigger and bigger threat. Stealing your identity and robbing you blind of everything. As I said, nobody can prevent all identity theft. But the one that I trust to, uh, that I think is the best, the ones I trust to watch over my cybersecurity is LifeLock by Norton. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. Make sure you use the promo code BECK. Save 25% off now, lifelock.com, promo code BECK. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn Plus. Right now you get 36 bucks off your annual subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Edwin Black is uh, with us, host of the Edwin Black Show, IBM and the Holocaust author and author of The Far Hood. Um, he is a guy who has been researching this his entire life. If if you haven't read one of his books, you are missing out. They are so well documented. Uh, he's also uh, the author of, I, I, I hate saying it's one of my favorite books. It is one of the most eye-opening books I've ever read. Uh, and it's War on the Week. And it documents uh, what we've done in America and how we... You know, tied right directly into the Nazis uh, and then brought everybody here. It's it's good, good, happy stuff. But it is important to understand it so you don't repeat the mistakes of the past. Um, right now, we have our president playing both sides. And he has just come out today and said that, well, I don't know if. They have, if Israel has a real achievable uh, goal, tell me about Ukraine having achievable goals. Um, and it looks like we are delaying, we are playing games, and I think my gut tells me we're doing that so the world's sentiment can change. Uh, and everybody will say, whoa, whoa, Israel, don't, let's not get hasty. Is Israel going to go in? And do everything they can to finish the job and of Hamas? And do they come out with any friends? 
including us. Well, <clears throat> Israel's going in. There won't be a prime minister standing in Jerusalem if Israel does not go in, because your um, uh, audience is, is not even aware of what the Jewish people in Israel have seen for videos that uh, uh, children and their parents were tied together and burned until they melted into one mass. I've seen it. Um, and, the, and holding the child so tightly that the child's chest and the parent's chest are the least burned because and, they were holding each other so tightly. And, and, and these were not outrages. These were actually orchestrated. These were in their uh, command instructions. Uh, probably most of your listeners don't know that these guys were uh, given methamphetamine to wire them up in the same way that the Nazis were uh, during the response to Normandy and the invasion of Russia. Um, so Israel is going in now. Why is Israel not in at this moment? First of all, Israel's in. Mm -hmm. uh, the tanks are not in. Mm -hmm. uh, the mechanized artillery is not in. But there are special groups in, and Delta Force is in and um, our Delta Force. That's right. And Seal and and Seal Team Six is in, and they have all sorts of technology which I can't discuss. And they're looking at these tunnels and they're trying to map out the areas. Last night there was an incursion of uh, of an armored column. They got back now. Just because Israel has uh, the best army in the Middle East doesn't mean that they're equipped for house-to-house, door-to-door, rat-hole-to-rat-hole combat. They're training for this right now. In addition, they're trying to get um, as many hostages as they can out. Hamas never thought that this kind of response would occur. Uh, I know what Hamas was broadcasting when it achieved its goal. And Hamas needs oxygen. They have been bombed uh, as more than Tora Bora was bombed. Some of these bombs were going 20, every 25 seconds. And Israel's now got the military down to, a, to an AI technology where it's all being orchestrated between uh, bomb and missile and artillery shell. Israel is going in and their goal... Their goal is to kill, eliminate, and remove from planet Earth 20 to 25,000 Hamas uh, 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 terrorists and probably an equal number of other armed groups like uh, um, Palestinian Islamic Jihad and the Palestinian and the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine. There are so many lies being told about fuel. You know, every day for the past 10 days, they've been saying Gaza's only got one more day of fuel left. And Israel finally published the fact they found the fuel t t tanks. There's millions of, gal of gallons of fuel, and this fuel is being used by Hamas. Uh, Israel is uh, uh, not occupying 
uh, Gaza. There's no one there. The definite, there isn't one of the, these uh, journalists who says that there's occupation who even knows what the term occupation means. It goes back to the 1907 Hague regulations. They're just not there, and they have no obligation to feed the army. Egypt is there. And actually, if you want to know who has occupied Gaza, it's Hamas who has occupied Gaza. Hamas, that land was given by a universal accord to the Oslo Accords to the Palestinian Authority. It was Hamas that kicked the PA out, and they've substituted substituted their authority, which is the definition of occupation. It is their job to take care uh, of their population. And why do they have 300 to 400 miles of underground tunnels for military use, but not one, not one civilian bomb shelter? This is being orchestrated by a culture of death in front of a world that loves life. They know it and they say it. So the the Jewish people were told by God to choose life. And I think we're in the same place to choose life now um, because there is this is a culture of death. It's a culture of death uh, with Hamas, Hezbollah uh, and Iran. It, is this is there any chance that this doesn't spread into a regional war? No chance. First of all, it's regional now, um, and the chances are lousy all, all, all the way around. Uh, Israel says it's an existential threat. They knew it from the first hour. I knew it from the first hour because the reality is that Iran, that there is a 25% chance that Iran will launch its five nuclear weapons. It has five nuclear weapons. I got the design for the warhead and published it years ago. It's an R-265 shock generator. They've got all they've got all the nuclear materials that are ready to go on a Shahab uh, three missile comb, but they could also be uh, put into a Volkswagen uh, a van and uh, driven across the border. They can be dropped from a passenger plane. So there's a chance that that will occur. Israel was calibrating itself, ready to take out the nuclear facilities. A peace was going to spread out uh, with Saudi Arabia from India all all the way to the the Arabian Peninsula up through Europe and, and the rest of the world. And that's why, that is why the forces of evil had to strike at that time it's regional now it's iran based now because the houthis which are an iranian uh proxy group are already already shot two several nights ago over a ton a ton of he high explosive war warheads on four missiles into israel and those were taken down in the nick of time by the uss carney in the Red Sea, one of the reasons we are delaying our invasion of Gaza is because the minute we do, there's going to be chain reaction with Hezbollah, and the United States is now mobilizing uh, uh, naval forces, 
quick reaction forces, strike forces, ready to deploy forces. It's much, much more than two carrier groups. The baton is there for uh, amphibious assault. We may have a lot of boots on the ground, and there is no chance that this will not go um, bad, and there is a chance it could go nuclear. And if it goes nuclear, um, uh, uh, there are no nuclear weapons regulated uh, under one megaton, and there are thousands of kiloton nuclear weapons running around. We have bases in Syria. We have bases in the Arabian Peninsula. We have bases all over the Middle East. Those will be attacked. They've already been attacked. We are looking at a much wider war, and that wider war is going to funnel down into a very narrow target, and that target is not the little Satan, but the big Satan, the United States of America, because we stand for something that they can't stand. We stand for personal freedom. Edwin, I can't thank you enough for everything that you have done. And you have provided such an education for me over the years. Um, I, your life's work is, is remarkable. Um, and I know how hard it is. And I know how hard it is um, to stay credible when you say these things. And you always have. Uh, but also to stay of good cheer. You're looking at darkness, the darkest of dark every day when you're doing your research and i pray for you and i would ask my audience to pray for you as well you're a great man thank you thank you and bless you you um edwin black again host of the edwin black podcast ibm and the holocaust uh, the far hood and may i throw in war on the week uh, back in just a minute uh, real estate agents i trust.com is a company of mine and, uh, you know, if you're buying or selling a home, you know, you just don't need any more stress. You need somebody who's really, really good. You need somebody who knows the best business practices, who thinks like you. So when you walk in and say, so is this the master bedroom? They don't go, master bedroom. You stop it. Stop it. I want somebody with the best business practices, somebody who knows how to create demand for houses. So the demand is already there for your house when you list with them. It's hard to find that kind of agent. That's what we do. My company, realestateagentsitrust.com, this is their full-time job. Vetting agents and making sure that they are continuing the great work that they do when you are involved. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there. Tell us where you're moving to and from. You're buying or selling. We will find the right agent for you. If we don't have one in your area, we won't recommend one. We're not just taking anybody. These people really go through the wash and make sure that they are um, really the best person we can recommend in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We are uh, we're in really uh, unique times, interesting times, wouldn't you say? Like, you know, I can't wait to see how this all turns out. Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's where I am today. Wow. Who knows how it's going to turn out, and I just can't wait to watch as an interested spectator. Do you, do you, do you sense what I sense, the real a huge change of season? It definitely feels that way. And I, you know, I, I keep going back and forth on, on what I'm most scared of at the moment, honestly, when it comes to this stuff. But it's like, we can complain about like the funding and how much money we send here or there and all that's important. But like, we really do have, uh, we're sitting on the verge of uh, you know, what could be a world war. And uh, I mean, you know, I'm, I hate to hear Edwin Black say, there's no hope of it not turning into at least a regional because war. Because he's not really a nobody. Yeah, he kind of knows his stuff, uh, as you may have noticed. <laughs> yeah. So that makes me, you know, but uh, you pessimistic. Know the, the only thing that truly frightens me is not knowing where the American people are. Not knowing whether they're going to stand. Not knowing, not knowing even if this audience is prepared enough to stand and to to stand with the Jews. That's this first step. I mean, that really is our first step. That is, which God do you serve? If, if you don't uh, stand to, uh, to be a shield for the children of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob... And I don't mean that go, mean you have to go to war, you know, for Israel. Israel will fight its own battles. But I mean the Jews in our own lives. You see somebody taking them apart. Your first step is, will I stand for him or will I stay silent? You're hearing anti-Semitic jokes or anti-Semitic anything. Will you... Will you just not participate and just be silent or will you say something? Because I don't know where the American people are. I, I, I shouldn't say that. I, I do know where the most of the red state, but it bothers me that he said the Jews here in Dallas are even afraid. Yeah, I mean, I th- it feels like we're kind of spiraling out of control. You know, we, we talked about um, uh, the Hamas situation where they just don't care. They go over and wantonly murder a bunch of uh, innocent people. And, you know, you saw, you see glimpses of that too often in our society today. Like, I mean, you know, the shooting, obviously, yesterday is a big, is an easy example of that only a mentally disturbed person. Uh, but even like the, the mass arranged uh, retail thefts that we're seeing, the, the instincts... While a different scale completely is is a, are similar, there's it, they're ignoring that we even have a civilization, right? Just walking through this, destroying people's property, stealing from it, walking out, not trying to even hide their their appearances. I mean, that's a that's there's a major difference, and it seems like it's escalating. The Glenn Beck Program.